Welcome to the Jesse Garcia Show, your half-hour home for politics, culture, and art, where we bring you a new story about your world in every episode. On today's show, we talk to the founder of Campus Pride, Shane Mendez-Winmeyer, an LGBTQ rights advocate who works hard to identify colleges that provide safer learning environments for queer students. His campus rating system has influenced higher education administrators to change policies on campus to improve the experience of LGBTQ students. Thank you for following the Jesse Garcia Show, now on Threads, Facebook, and Instagram. For more information about the podcast, visit jessegarciashow.com. In the United States, every college that receives federal funding is required to report data for several types of crimes against persons and property on campus, including hate crimes towards students. The most recent statistics by the U.S. Department of Education reported that in 2020, race, sexual orientation, and ethnicity were the three most frequently reported categories of hate crimes. They accounted for 82% of all cases. Race was the number one bias in more than half of the on-campus hate crimes followed by sexual orientation. Hate crimes on campus are not new. Although I was never a victim of violence, I was intimidated by homophobes on campus within weeks of my arrival at my new dorm back in 1990, coincidentally the same year that the federal law requiring campuses to report crimes first took effect. That moment of name-calling and gay-bashing really shook me to my core and pushed me further into the closet and affected my future interactions on that campus for a long time. That very behavior and reaction is what Shane Mendez-Winmeyer is trying to help fix on campuses. Shane wants every LGBTQ student to thrive on campus and for school officials to accept responsibility for their campus environments and change them for the better. More than 20 years ago, Shane co-founded Campus Pride, a nonprofit organization dedicated to building future LGBTQ leaders and safer, more LGBTQ-friendly colleges and universities. Today, he'll talk about the type of work that goes into that effort and how you can help your local university become a safer space. I want to welcome to the show a great advocate that is helping families and students each year navigate safe spaces in higher education to invest time and money to attend to earn that coveted degree. Welcome to the show, Shane. It's great to be here. Thank you. Can you tell us how Campus Pride came into existence? Yes. So um, as a first generation college student uh, back in Kansas, where I grew up, I, um, you know, I didn't really know much about college and I was slowly coming out to myself um, my last year in high school. And lucky for me, I was part of a program called Upward Bound, uh, which is one of the trio programs that helps support students who are first generation. And I learned so much about you know, uh, myself, my own leadership. And, you know, when I got to the campus, which my alma mater, Emporia State, there weren't a lot of resources for someone coming out or, you know, it was very, uh, very limited as a, an, you know, a, a gay, lesbian, bisexual, uh, transgender uh, student. And, you know, back in the 90s, no one really 
there wasn't much visibility compared to today. So, you know, I, I remembered that experience and I remembered how hard it was just to be a first-generation college student. And then on top of that, to be LGBTQ. And so my passion was to, you know, make uh, a better uh opportunity for other students in the future through creating Campus Pride. And, and so Campus Pride was started as an online clearinghouse for LGBTQ plus students uh, with resources and, um, you know, uh, different uh, services that would help in that first year transition. And, and that's really where it came from. And, it, you know, it's it's grown exponentially since then. Shane, hearing your story brings back a lot of memories because I was also the first in my family to go to college. And then I ended up at a Catholic university in San Antonio. And there I came out uh, my uh, sophomore year and um, I had transferred over and found all these great friends that basically helped me through the coming out process. But while I was there on campus, I remember trying to affiliate with other LGBT folks and being told you're not really welcome to have this type of group on this campus because it's a Catholic university. And then I remember being uh, homophobically attacked, being yelled at, called the F word, going into uh, my dormitory by other students that were there. And so it was such a horrible feeling to be sort of like um, singled out on campus. So I could see why what drove you to create this, it means a lot to the student to have that type of sort of like tool, sort of like a tool to know where to go where you're not going to be able to uh, have those type of experiences. I would not want my kid to go to a campus yeah. where they were going to be affected like that. And I just, those memories still stay with me. Um, yeah. not, not just the students, but the administration basically saying that I was, not equal or less than. So having this uh, campus pride is so important, so important, especially for the success of a student and also the mentally, for the mental health of a student. Most definitely. And, you know, Campus Pride has been around uh, since 2001, and our mission is really building future leaders and creating those safe spaces for LGBTQ plus students. And like I mentioned, we've grown so much since, you know, <laughs> being a college student, creating Campus Pride in 2001. And, you know, now we are out there supporting uh, a number over 1400 different college campuses. 1400. That is a lot. So what kind of metrics and analysis does Campus Pride use to identify safe campuses for the LGBT community? So Campus Pride has a number of uh, programs and services, and one of them that is our signature program is called the Campus Pride Index. And it's an online tool that you can find at campusprideindex.org. And it's a national benchmark that looks at policy, program, and practice for LGBTQ plus students and how a campus can create that foundation of policies that are supportive, programs that are inclusive and services that you know allow LGBTQ plus people to build community. And so it's based on uh, research that Campus Pride did, but it, it looks from one star to five stars, it rates campuses on their LGBTQ plus inclusion. So your chosen family, your family, uh, your loved ones, whoever's going to college, uh, can actually look at this index and decide, you know, if it's a right fit for them when it comes to their LGBTQ plus, you know, intersectional identity. So is your positive ranking on this index, is it coveted by colleges? Well, first of all, you know, 
a college has to be willing to come out. And so every college uh, that is on the index wants to be there. So we're not forcing any campus to, to be rated badly. Uh, we're really asking campuses, this is your responsibility to create a safe learning environment for all students. Where are you at with LGBTQ plus students? And so the colleges that do participate at campusprideindex.org are those that are wanting to come out and to do better. And about 80% of the campuses that do participate usually improve in at least one of the areas the following year. And so, you know, they use it as a benchmark. It's it's highly, uh, you know, successful in uh, helping students and families, as well as helping a college campus, uh, you know, benchmark and figure out what they can do in the next three years, five years to continue to push forward and create a welcoming safe space. That's great. So you're basically, you've helped save campus, uh, these safe spaces and campuses uh, have changed policies on campus. Like you said, they made this sort of like a benchmark. So you're kind of responsible for them changing their their policies, correct? Yes, that's correct. And and like I mentioned, you know, about 80% year to year, they come back and at least improve in one area. And so there's campuses that started you know, 10, 12 years ago that may have been at two stars or three stars. And now they're four or five star campuses, which five stars is the highest amount of stars you can get on the index. And so what we're doing is really uh, improving the quality of life uh, for LGBTQ plus students. Keeping in mind, uh, as you well know, we all, uh, our identities are intersectional. And so being LGBTQ plus is just a part of who we are. Uh, whether you be uh, a person of faith, uh, a person of color, uh, a person of different ability, you know, all those intersections matter. But the Campus Pride Index looks at LGBTQ, uh, you know, intersections of identity. Awesome. And does your uh, organization work with DEI offices, student life offices, student newspapers to raise awareness? On Most definitely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, most definitely. I mean, DNI uh, work uh, is central to uh, the purpose of a college campus. Uh, you know, unfortunately, right now in states like Florida and Texas, they banned uh, effectively uh, DNI offices. So, in, right now, uh, there are state legislatures who are, you know, pushing forward these laws that say a public campus cannot offer any sort of support for diversity uh, education or inclusion. And so, you know, we've been a voice to stand up against that and to support those campuses as best as we can. And, you know, that's that's the challenge, but we do work directly with LGBTQ resource centers and other diversity inclusion offices, uh, you know, for a variety of reasons. But right now, unfortunately, it's to push back against these anti-LGBTQ uh, and diversity laws that are being passed. That's why I wanna, that's, I'm so happy you, you approached that subject because you made news recently by delisting two highly rated schools in Texas, the University of Texas at Dallas and Texas Tech University. Do you anticipate more red state legislatures that pass anti-LGBTQ bills affecting future lists? So uh, I wish I could say no, uh, but yes, I, I do unfortunately uh, see potentially other states passing these uh, really, you know, awful, horrific bills, um, you know, and, and unfortunately, these bills are just, you know, uh, kind of the icing, like there's like the trans bills that they're passing right now that basically says that a trans young person doesn't have access to health care or to mental health, like those are 
uh, truly horrific. And, you know, the idea that a, you know, a campus cannot have a diversity and inclusion office on their campus, like those are horrible too. And, and we're being inundated by these, these state legislatures that, you know, at the, at the end of the day, it used to be, uh, if you remember like middle school, you had to worry about the bully on the playground. Well, our, our politicians have become the new bullies for LGBTQ plus trans kids and, you know, queer kids on campuses. And so I do anticipate that. And, you know, what we did in Texas and Florida is we did not allow any Texas or Florida school to be on our best to the best list. And those are the campuses that are the cream of the crop, um, largely because if, if you're not allowed to have certain support services or offices, then you shouldn't, you know, be on the best of the best. Um, we do allow campuses who are in Texas and Florida to be on the campus pride index uh, because we want to support them. We want them to still share what they're able to offer. Uh, yeah. It's just a real shame that, you know, we have these politicians that would rather legislate, you know, their moral values than really deal with the problems of people when it comes to the economy, food, poverty, all the real important issues. Wonderfully stated. Uh, how can future college students and parents of future college students locate you online to help determine the best college to invest in? So we have a number of resources, actually. Uh, campuspride.org is our main website. And from that website, there's so much there for you. We have a college guide that helps you kind of pick your best fit when it comes to LGBTQ campuses, as well as your academics, what career you want. Uh, we have another website uh, called Campus Pride Career Connect, which helps you find mentors uh, and people to help you you know, find the career and, and maybe a job or an internship. And that's campuspridecareerconnect.org. Uh, and then, like I mentioned, campusprideindex.org is a great website to, to learn about, you know, all the campuses that have come out as LGBTQ plus inclusive. Uh, we're actually doing an event on October 11th uh, with the college board called Big Future Live. And it's a free event uh, you can check out and we'll be, you know, promoting and advertising it here. Uh, you'll be able to find it on our website, but Big Future Live on October 11th. And it's a, a panel to talk with parents, families, students, people interested in knowing how to find an LGBTQ inclusive campus. Now, for those uh, parents that want their kid to go to their alma mater, what are some red flags that they should be looking for during this, you know, when they're looking for colleges, if they're not on that all important index list that you provide, what are some red flags they should really be looking for? So what we tell folks is that there are certain questions and kind of a, a scorecard to look for when you visit a campus. Uh, how how visible are LGBTQ plus resources or services? Uh, can you find them on the student activity website You know, when it comes to there being a club? Uh, you know, on the campus tour or when you're doing your campus visit, are there out LGBTQ plus people that are part of uh, the admissions office or the orientation staff? Uh, where do queer people, you know, gay people, bi, trans people show up on campus? Uh, do you see any rainbow flags or or maybe there's a safe space uh, symbol? But if you, if you don't see it, uh, then I think that's a red flag. You need to be able to you know, see LGBTQ plus inclusion. Uh, we always talk about how representation matters, right? If you if you can see yourself on campus, you're going to make better grades if you can feel included and safe. And and part of that means having out staff, faculty. Uh, and so those are 
those are some of the very basic uh, things to look for, you know, outside of policy. Um, obviously, you want to ask and see if they have, you know, any sort of non-discrimination statement that's inclusive of sexual orientation or gender identity. Uh, you want to ask, you know, do they have gender inclusive housing uh, or maybe uh, making sure that they have gender inclusive restrooms on campus? You know, it really depends on your needs as a student and what you consider to be important. Thank you so much, Shane. Lastly, how can we support your organization? Well, I share about what we're doing, you know, as somebody um, who has dedicated their personal and professional life the last 25 plus years uh, to building an organization, you know, please share what we do, get it out there in the, the hands uh, of people who need it and anything you can do to share. Uh, you know, if you would like to make a donation, you can check out, uh, again, campuspride.org slash donate, uh, you know, whether it's $10, $20, $500, whatever you have, we put the money to good use and we always need support, uh, you know, from, from all of our community. Uh, even if you're a straight ally uh, or a cisgender person who just believes in, uh, you know, making a safe space in a world where all of us can live authentically and fully, you know, Campus Pride is the organization that is out there trying to do just that. Yes, it is. And for folks that are listening, make that donation and hopefully maybe you could get your work to uh, match it. So think about that. Is it a 501c3? Yes, Campus Pride is a full-fledged nonprofit, 501c3. So it is a tax deduction to the full extent of the law. Thank you so much, Shane. I want to thank you so much for the work that you've done these past decades, two decades, to create this space, this this uh, help others navigate this um, new life that they're going to be taking on in their academic career and to do it in, in a safe way and ease parents' worries about their kids. I'm so happy that we're in a generation where kid, the parents are no longer worried about their kid being gay. They're more worried about their kid having a safe environment to thrive and you're helping with that. So thank you so much, Shane. Uh, thank you for uh, your visibility and support and sharing of the work we do. It means a lot. Thank you.